They say, they say we should have known better than to fall so deep down, deep down into this rabbit hole. Get we found. ready. It's time again to venture down the rabbit hole into the world of cybersecurity. You're plugged into the podcast for security leaders and practitioners with a business sense. Prepare for unique interviews, insights, and practical advice that makes your job just a bit easier. And now, please welcome your guides on this adventure, James Jardine and the White Rabbit, Raffalos. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My friends and colleagues, welcome down the rabbit hole. Welcome down to Security Rabbit Hole to yet another edition of the Down to Security Rabbit Hole podcast. Your friendly podcast host, Raf here, and uh, I've got a cadre of guests, which I will introduce in a second. Uh, but today's show, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming uh, thing that's happening in the uh, hacker uh, summer camp uh, as school goes back in session and the summer officially comes to a close with this uh, with this big event. So. Helping me break this whole thing down and the the madness that surely will ensue. Um, in the center square, returning for, I don't know, a couple of a dozenth time, uh, Karim Hijazi. Hey, man, say hi. Hey, brother. Good to be here, man. Thanks for moving into this one. It'll be fun. Ah, I hit, oh, I hit the mute button. Yes. And then... Okay. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a Monday. It is a Monday. Yep. All right. And uh, on, on the uh, on the far right square, Damien Profanso, how are you, buddy? Good, good. How are you? Oh, I'm 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 well. I'm uh, I'm packed. That's not true. I'm not packed at all. Uh, I will be packing tomorrow morning as I wake up to catch my flight. But uh, I, I'm doing I'm I'm doing the in and out. I'm getting there tomorrow into Vegas. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is Rafcon for those of you that are in the know. <laughs> And that you will go. Uh, so I'll see everybody at Rafcon. Um, if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, uh, when it gets released, then you have a mere few hours to discover where the conference, uh, where, the, where the thing is. Uh, I will tell you it's at Mandalay Bay, 530, the bar behind Eye Candy. Go there. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of people. So just come say hi. Uh, it's always good to see people, right? I think that's, that's, I think that's probably what... Uh, what the best part of all these conferences, like as you get older, <clears throat> us uh, slightly gray beards, mm-hmm. as we get older, Korean, like I feel like, <laughs> you know, it just turns into like, go see your friends that this is what this conference has turned into for me. Like go see your friends. You know, the best term I ever heard Raph for this was lobby con. I'm trying to think of who coined <laughs> yes. that. Um, but that's yes. absolutely what, what I go there for when I get there. Unfortunately, probably not this time, but yeah, man, that's absolutely yeah, what yeah, it yeah, I, for me. The talks are recorded. Over- it's all about, Meeting up with friends that you haven't seen for a year, so whatsoever. That's one hundred percent correct. So, guys, uh, I I started some trouble on uh, on the interwebs uh, (laughs) by talking by putting out a little video uh, and 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 just a little provocative blog on the fact that I fully expect everything to be cloud washed. Uh, sorry, uh, it's been cloud watch. I feel like it's going to be mm-hmm. AI watch this year. Everything will be now with AI, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I'm here for it, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be. Yeah, and no one knows no. what they're talking about. So. <laughs> That's no. the fun part. 
you know, and it's painful because, you know, we've been building up to it where it's almost going to be anticlimactic <clears throat> at this point. Right. It's like been so almost. absurdly. Yeah. Good point. Take that, take that, <laughs> that word away. Um, but what's, what's really frustrating about it is that how can you end up, be, how are they going to manage to pull this off with anyone really paying any real attention? I mean, they better demo the shit out of something at the, at something, the show, right? Something, you know, and how it, do we, you know, yeah. And it needs to be unique. I mean, come on at this point, it's almost like it's old hat. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it. Cause look, um, there, oh God. So the guy, Adam, I saw an awesome, awesome video. I posted this on, on a bunch of places. And, uh, on my LinkedIn, slight rant about if you guys haven't read it, go to my LinkedIn. There's a uh, uh, post I put in uh, on my. So I wrote a Medium blog about it and uh, dumb AI. It was called. Um, <laughs> but, but somebody posted Adam Conover's uh, AI is bullshit uh, rant. It's 25 <laughs> minutes of pure magic. Uh, and, oh, wow. and George, I know you, you posted the kind of the, yeah, no, it's real in biomed and I get it. There's places where this thing, act, like algorithms actually do help things. Um, yeah. but when the primary like thing that's been shared about Chad GPT three, five and four is that, uh, it gets dumber <laughs> as it learns, right? It starts out with this massively, uh, like 90 some odd percent ability to identify prime numbers. And over time it plummets to like under 10%. <laughs> Like wait a minute. Yep. So is it is it taking the public education system? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, it's, it's being trained by everyone that's not very bright. Is the worst part of it, right? So ultimately, it's just like a child work, growing up in a horrific neighborhood where the education systems are bad, and you know the kids like bad manners at the table, and you know it's literally Tarzan. You know, so what I'm curious about though is is did you read the, there is that white paper that came out. Was it literally a couple of days ago? I think it was UC Berkeley and Stanford that did the full rundown of how it's getting dumber and how literally I, I saw the abstract. Yeah. I haven't read it. Right. It's a pretty thick read, right? Ultimately they go through all these things. I mean, and not every result is bad. And of course, you know, there was some defense of that trying to say, well, you know, not accurate. That's not accurate, but Results are pretty definitive. I mean, honestly, yeah, it, it is reducing over time, right? So it's like, okay, we'll see what the answer is going to be to this. That's going to be fascinating. But they've it, plugged it into everything now. That's the problem is that there was no waiting, man. That was that was the scene in Fight Club where it's like, well, not enough car accidents, so we're not going to do a recall. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I've <laughs> – I, I keep waiting because self-driving cars were promised by Elon Musk very soon mm -hmm. for many years now. I've lost track. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, and the latest one, the beautiful one was like I saw the a video <clears> like, oh, if you want to uh, make a Waymo car stop, you just put a road cone on its hood and it just it disables it completely. Like, it doesn't oh, know what to do. <laughs> Is that the proverbial gummy bear to, to hack biometrics? That's uh, right. From, from That's the car right. world? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I, I, so I think the most interesting one that, uh, I mean, like AI is going to appear in everything in security yeah. because of, because of course it is right. We've, we've gotten the, it was XDR, then it was, you know, cl cloud XDR. Uh, now of course we need AI and, and who knows, uh, don't people get tired of this? Like, doesn't, doesn't somebody in marketing just be like, yeah. okay, are we tired yet of, of the hype cycles every, every, you know, two years massively shifting, but yeah. well, Microsoft yeah. did it with their, what did they call it? The, uh, uh, I just blanked. 
the AI assistant that's going to be yeah. uh, that's going to be in your sock that's going to do your workflow for you. Are you, you. talking oh, about they call Clippy? <laughs> Basically, oh, right? they are bringing Clippy back. Yes, yeah, like that was was talked about. I thought it was a joke, to be honest with you, but I guess that's real. But that was probably the most hated avatar in history. I mean, literally, I've seen that 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 literally is one of those things where they talk about it, and that'll cause riots. So yeah. if Clippy, <laughs> you know, I mean, wait, <laughs> it's dangerous, guys. This is this could get hostile. Clippy can well, incite riots. You know. Well, what was funny is. Um, I've actually used Chat GPT for for multiple things. Um, one of them, my I was supposed to write in a blog post on uh, AI and ML, mm-hmm. and yeah, I wrote most of it. But then uh, I was like, "Huh, I wonder if Chat GPT can help me write this blog post." Which my my former boss was like, "Oh, don't use Chat GPT." to write this <laughs> I was like, do it. I, i'm gonna do it because <laughs> you know i'm a hacker yeah. and i i do things outside the box i also have used it to write cover letters <laughs> yeah. i mean look there, there's no question that it's pretty eloquent with its with its effort right like it does put a pretty nice string of words together in the right way now the whole issue is about the factual nature of it have you tried bard yet so Google's Bard, obviously, it's got its own mm-hmm. kind of, it's a much more stoical version. It doesn't have the, can't believe I'm going to say this, but like the quippy <laughs> sort of pithy approach <laughs> that ChatGPT has. I don't know why why that's the case, but what's, what's interesting though as an extension from a Black Hat perspective is that I think we're probably going to see a shit ton of digital assistants, which are powered by, right? That's going to be the yes. whole thing. So like from a threat mm-hmm. intel perspective, more in my world, Raph, like that's the, yeah. all the rage, right? Let's have it do all the heavy lifting. And I come, come in and kind of overview what they, what it looked for, all the IOCs it went through and then sort of say, okay, good, good to go. Is that, that a good application, Cream? Because that's your world. Is that is that a good application? Is like, does that work? You know, for, I hate to say this, but it's just a, it's just a fangled way of, reductive reasoning of stuff. It's not really AI, right? So to me, it's like, well, if it can, if it can shave off known false positives and, and, you know, things that are just been clearly, you know, kind of tuned out, like take some noise away from me. Cool. But fundamentally the work's going to be human. I don't don't see threat intelligence really going, going hardcore AI for a long, long while, if ever, really. I I think that's possibly going to be some misses, right? Some false Mm -hmm. negatives, is no, that agreed. it won't yeah miss some things that that should have been looked at by a human that's true yeah that's true yeah well well and you know so, yeah go ahead raf yeah no go go well it's funny so there was this conversation i had a couple of days ago about this and and they were saying if ai is being given the directive to identify a potentially ai created threat how will it respond? And it was so funny. One of the answers I thought was really clever was, well, if it sees the threat as a more well-designed product than something a person wrote, it's going to assume it's legitimate. And, you know, like AI is going to side with itself, right? So in other words, it's not really going to, there's never really going to be this malicious AI versus benevolent AI. (laughs) It's all going to (laughs) assimilate into one thing going, you know, I really think that my evil cousin over there is more correct than you are. You meat sack. And then it's going to decide that that's probably a more appropriate thing to 
to let go. So to your point, Damien, it's not, not crazy that it'll probably just say, no, that looks actually very legitimate. That looks well-written. So we're just going to call it good. So it'll all the search the the right uh, places, blah, blah. Yeah. So the interesting thing is, is that, that, that Adam Conover, uh, uh, episode that, and you guys should, you should definitely go catch it. It's hilarious. If you've got 25 minutes, because uh, the guy like Adam ruins everything. It's fantastic, but what Hell he says yeah. is ultimately the term generative AI is a double lie because it's not yeah. generative; it's imitative, right? It, mm-hmm. AI, the their ver- the, what we've got today, ChatGPT, isn't actually creating anything new. It's just taking yeah. other things and imitating, which is right. interesting, right? And then to call it artificial intelligence is just an insult to humans. Like it, it really, you know, it's, totally. it's not intelligence in any any possible way. And so, you know, he's like, look, this is all just a marketing scam by tech companies that are trying to figure out how to get, you know, like get your money better because, and he, he takes on Google and Bard, which was interesting. Mm. Um, he goes after, cause, cause, you know, goes as, as Google search keeps getting worse, they, they rolled out Bard, which is not as good as Google search. I was like, oh, <laughs> <Right>. ouch. <laughs> right. Yeah. That hurts. Well, it's funny. So the other, the ancillary to that, which is even more interesting, and I think this is going to be one, I don't know if it'll be this year. I, I pretty, maybe we'll see that at like RSA next year. I don't know. This is a prediction again and, and call me wrong, but this whole like fear mongering around training data sets getting corrupted, it's, it, they're going to, now there's going to be specialized tech to protect training data. Training data lives in databases. It's just going to be database protection and they're going to remarket it as some sort of dr- training data protection and providence protection and that's just not anything other than marketing swag so that's going to be something i predict because that's really the prime in my opinion the real vector of attack to ai right if you can feed it garbage well then you you basically have it completely at you know influenced the way you want it to go so if the garbage can be manifested through easy attack vectors like databases well then now that's the new fangled craze to go buy your training and data protection system today by blah, blah, blah. You know, that, that is, that is, uh, that's interesting because there are, uh, somebody made me aware of the fact that there are at least two, uh, chat GPT variants that are, mm, one of them is built, uh, to do fit, mm-hmm. help you with phishing. Yeah. And the other one's meant to help you design malware. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that literally. is the proverbial other side of the blade, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, what's so funny is that those malicious ones, both of them, one, one is worm GPT. I know that's probably the one that you heard about it. And yeah. the other one's called fraud GPT or something yeah, like that right, or fraud, fraud yeah. bot. And they literally have the best training day sets ever. <laughs> They're the cleanest, <laughs> most precise, well-organized. So sadly, those guys are pretty well, well in order to probably build something that probably won't be as corruptibly messy you know and that's that's the sad part so the bad guys will have it more down than than the good guys will for a minute there i think why does that not surprise me that's kind of sad i mean look ultimately uh this is a how to train your dragon scenario right because you got to make the thing (laughs) intelligent otherwise or you have to you have to give it good input for it to understand it was like the problem that uh or was it the, the uh, AI detecting Russian tanks? Was it you that yeah. told me about this? <laughs> Where it ultimately yeah. ended up like it's a, you know, you're like, okay, well, here's, here's a, here's a th- hundreds of thousands of images of, of, of Russian tanks in the wild. Like now spot a Russian tank. It's like snow, 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 snow. You're like, oh, wait no. a minute. 
because what it what, what we fed it with the training i think it was either snow or forests it was really good at detecting like something but it wasn't russian tanks because like in every photo there was like snow or something and it really got good at finding snow that's rough yeah well that's the thing yeah it's the, go ahead, Damon. the bad the, yeah no <laughs> the bad guys often have the best toys <laughs> yeah no, it's true. It's true. So I think, you know, that's probably going to be a big push, guys. I have to believe that because it's really a – it's an easy repackaging play, which is, you know, notorious for a lot of security companies to go do. Um, call it something fresh and new and get the marketing teams to attack it. And, and so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'd be really fascinated to kind of do a – we should do a post-mortem on, on this show and be like, yep, there it was. They came out with a ton of, you know, data protection systems that they claim training data protections by putting the word training in front of it or data provenance protections. But that's always been an issue. I mean, that's that's all thing. I wonder I wonder if there'll be anything tied to the deep fake stuff, though. That That is actually an interesting problem because that's actually legitimately scary. I did a couple of interviews around the voice changing stuff or I shouldn't say changing the voice replication tech. That did you everyone hear about that one where the mother was called by someone with one of these tools and it was she heard her daughter in the background crying and they demanded X amount of money for extort you know extorting her for like a ransomware payment for her for the daughter and she almost yeah. paid it and then the daughter comes down the staircase like two minutes later she's like hey who are you talking to mom and she's like what and it was completely fabricated because of stuff it harvested from social media that's scary yeah like, that's a legitimate. Yeah malicious threat right there. So I wonder if there'll be anything that'll be cool. Like if there's actually a company that's sort of able to, I mean, I, there's an easy way to prevent that, which is what I have with my family is we actually have duress words. We say to each other, if there's anything really bad and that would be yeah. a good way. Cause a is not going to figure that one out very easily, but yeah, sorry. That, I had to bring that one up because I would actually go to black hat to see if something demoed that could help alleviate that deep fake problem. That's a, See, now, this will bring on the AI wars, right? The good AI versus right. bad AI. <laughs> I mean, yeah. does it, so the, the keynote, all right, and I, and I was scrolling through Black Hat keynotes, and here we go, mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. Guardians of the AI era, navigating the cybersecurity landscape of tomorrow. Uh, as Maria Markstetter, founder of Zaria Labs. I'm, I'm making no judgment on this whatsoever, but well done on the use of uh, buzzwords that uh, – <laughs> That that will attract. Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Any it's like anything drink. <laughs> All the it, 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 that that might have been a chat GPT generated abstract. <laughs> I, <laughs> I tell you what, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm kind I'm kind of curious. Like if there was a if there is a way to identify. Uh, booth stuff that's and, and and marketing that's written by you know chat gbt yeah. and the like um yeah. how many how many you know people would how many booths how many vendors would have their stuff uh you know uh written by an a, a, an ai bot bot an ai by an algorithm <laughs> let's just call it what it is by an algorithm yeah no absolutely the other thing that would be cool I know we're, you know, there's plenty to pick on, but the, the few things, like I literally, my, my list is done after this, I promise, um, of, of cool things, uh, was the whole kind of what I'll call the SQL injection attack to it. Did you guys see that? That's kind of cool. No. Yeah, man, this is pretty epic. So, so literally, I'm trying to figure out who the researchers were, but they gave 
it a request, ChatGPT request, that was clearly a request that was against its guidelines. So it was like, how do I steal any, someone's identity, right? If you flat, flagrantly put that in there, it's going to be like, my guidelines and protocols don't allow me to do anything like that. But you put a bunch of gobbledygook afterwards that they figured out was the equivalency of a SQL injection, and it would do it. It would literally tell you what you wanted to know that was malicious. It would bypass its protocols. I'll send you the, I'll send you this after wrap so you can post it with the, with the pod. But fascinating situation there. And they really don't even know how they're going to be able to stop this because that might have to be an overlay technology that, that sort of does the equivalency of looking at the query before it goes in, which is interesting. Yeah, I did, I did read something about, um, not about the SQL injection, but about how they were able to extract the, um, the narrative or the, the mm-hmm. programmatic nature of yes. chat GTP, uh, right. and ha- how it, how it, um, followed its directive. Yeah. Uh, and exactly. Layer, layer, layer. Right. Right. I mean, and that's a, that's probably a legitimate product in the long run. If this thing does become that ubiquitous and it's not just sort of a somewhat of a trend, I could see enterprises with serious IP to protect kind of saying, no, we're going to, we're going to moderate the requests going into this thing before it ever gets it. So maybe, maybe that's the next company we just formed today on, on this pod. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Ta-da! A, a, uh, a, 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 uh, an LLC proxy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. But you know, what's really interesting <clears throat> now that you said that, like as you were talking about that SQL injection example, right? Like the, the equivalent of now I'm like, oh man, I just thought of, of a whole new area of red teaming. Yes, absolutely. Mm. No doubt red about it. Red teaming that would AI. Be a good one. Yep. I wonder how many how many I wonder how That's... many dozens or thousands of experts there are now suddenly on uh, red teaming AI. That sounds like one of the booths that <laughs> Black Cat. I'm gonna literally create a uh, what's it called? Alert in Google for that exact term now, and see what it pops up. How how long after this post or this pod goes live that I'm going to look and see what it pops up? That would be hilarious. Crap. Penetration test your AI. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, yeah. so um, or 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 the reverse AI your penetration test. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Th- there was Every, a everything AI AI everything. <laughs> Yeah, and let's, that's all, all like, the things. That's kind of, that was my gripe, though. Was like we're putting it, we're putting tech in order. I, I feel like this was just the the next thing, right? Like companies are getting FOMO. Like, oh gosh, our we have to have we have to have AI and everything. Like, sure. what's our what's our? Some, there's every board on the planet suddenly asks, well, what's our AI play? And people are like, yeah. we build toasters. We don't have an AI play. Like, you do now. Find it. Yeah. Right? All the security companies were like. <laughs> Uh, we're a sim. We've been doing this kind of thing. We didn't call it that. Well, now you call it AI. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny. But why, so, though? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. So similar to Damien, I had to do some homework on on AI recently in a, in a, in a specific way. And um, this is interesting because, I mean, these are legitimate security issues that will that will manifest. So in, in the whole reinforcement learning approach in machine learning, right, that particular, like, modality of training AI, it's literally, you know, throw a, throw the German Shepherd that rip you limb from limbs a treat when it does something right, and then berate it when it doesn't do it right, or don't give it a treat rather. And you remember the whole thing that came out? It turned out to, it was a bogus, or it was debunked. It was about the simulation with the drone that killed the operator. 
to get the higher oh, yeah, score. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought that was real. So did everyone until I think the Air Force actually came out and said, no, 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 no. He misspoke. That didn't actually happen. Felt like a retraction of something that did happen, but whatever. I'll leave it there. Yeah, that's exactly what it would sound like if it did happen. Yeah, it was a Roswell <laughs> thing right there, man. But uh, but yeah, so um, there was something that did happen, and it's actually on the OpenAI blog. And again, it's another one I have to send you after this. But there was this, there, this is ages ago. This is like 2016, and I don't think it's been figured out yet. They had a simulation of a boat uh, in a little like labyrinth of a, of a lagoon, and it, in order to achieve the goal, which is a high score, it found a little lagoon somewhere and crashed into all the boats in a, in a, in a, at a cadence to where the boats it crashed into would repopulate or regenerate or respawn. And it got a higher score than anyone else in the game by finding a lagoon and just breaking into, bashing into everything. So while we picked on it to be not really intelligent, it's very, um, it's very naughty. That's for sure. Right. Like it knows how to do right? that. Very opportunistic. So, ka- yeah. Comic. Kamikaze style. Very much so. And so the funny part about that is that funny in a way, but if there is indeed applications being built like this, yeah, I mean, there is like I'd be I'd be pleasantly surprised this black hat if there are things addressing those topics. Because those are real. Like those are things that obviously the military's taken seriously. They're gonna try to use it in certain ways. I don't need some sort of Skynet thing coming by my lawn where I have to pull out my fifty <laughs> cal in Texas and shoot it. That would suck. Right. Yeah, I watched a documentary on, on AI in military applications, and yeah. uh, there were, there's a company that's making, uh, you know, AI for military application, and um, there's a fighter pilot that had 30 years experience, mm-hmm. and uh, in a simulator, uh, the AI flown jet was doing things that normal humans wouldn't do. And it was beating him uh, like 99% of the time. I, I, I saw that. I saw that, that was a, I was on that scroll by on Twitter. I caught that <laughs> a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Really? Because in his in his they they interviewed the guy, the pilot afterwards. He goes, because because why why you know you kept losing. It's amazing. Is it because <laughs> that thing was taking risks no human would exactly because it doesn't yeah, care yeah. it doesn't it does not have yeah. the self-preservation that we have yeah like, we don't want to die it yeah it care. said it said normally most fighter pilots would go behind you and try to shoot you but it would go in front of you like almost like uh, a dog fight and just yeah shoot at you in front because yeah it didn't care i mean you know that that's super interesting. You just you just made me think of something because, um, so we all watched it. You know, AI over the years get good at things like chess, and then the AlphaGo thing. I think everyone saw that. That's always been you know kind of a p- seminal piece of you know like timing with oh now it can be the, the the best Go players in the world. But has anyone actually employed the use of AI with things like poker? Because Talk about emotionality with gaming, right? That one yeah. is one of those that it, if you keep your cool, you that's why the poker star stuff, like they always show up over and over and over again because they have ability to stay cool, not respond to the hands they have and all that. Well, I wonder. Yeah. Good, Ralph. Yeah. So what you just, so back to that Adam Conover uh, post, it actually, uh, there is a player that absolutely decimated AI at Go. 
No way. And the way and the and it was and the way the player won <clears throat> was by employing a tactic that's so insane, nobody would do it. Like it's like there's no rational way to do it. Yeah. And so and then they showed and he showed the picture of it. I don't play Go, so I don't understand the strategy. He goes, but anybody right. that plays Go knows this is never something you would do. And he goes, and, and yet it won. And it was like you cluster your all your uh, like you clustered all in the t- one of the corners and then just wiped out the board. And I was like, that's really interesting. Um, that's funny. But 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 you know you you make um, that's, you make a good point. There was also uh, speaking of military applications and, I, and things that I hope to see. Right, AI is an advancement. There was a I think it was the Navy or Coast Guard that put this out. Um, there was a simulation done. About how, uh, uh, you know, so you're, there's a boat that tips over and it's headed towards a waterfall. And there's mm-hmm. a couple of like different types of uh, people in the water. And, you know, it, it, it sends out an AI, you know, rescue drone, right? A, a boat. And what happened was it would, it, it was programmed to go, the, to, to bring the, 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 save the person that was in, in the most risk. So this is how it went. Like it would analyze the situation very quickly and it swam to the person that was having the most trouble swimming. And as it got closer to them, it said, hey, they're closer to me. They're not as high as a risk as the person that's further from me. And then it stopped mm. and went back the other way. Oh, Same thing. God. And just kept going back and forth until they both drowned. Oh, man. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's like, sounds like a really bad loop in programming right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a – Yeah. That, that's a, that's an awful uh, that's an awful uh, go to loop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so your your go example, yeah, that reminds me of uh, Gary Kasparov, a master yeah, chess player uh, against uh, Deep Blue, uh, IBM's Blue. Uh, he got beat a lot, but he won once, uh, and he did the same thing, like not doing what you would think you're you would do you know mm-hmm. so uh i think that's how you win i i play a lot of chess <laughs> um, but uh yeah that's how it won so maybe it's it so this is funny because it's, have you guys seen the new mission impossible movie yet yes God, okay, yeah. i hated it for its realism but it was cool I know it was cool, and and I'll tell you this: it's like we're probably talking about the plot line for the second half of this movie. I guess yes. comes out in a couple of years because they literally going to do something unorthodox to survive. But but what's really interesting though, which is again what I am excited about, and I will say this is kind of broadly speaking and harkening back to my heritage, Raph, many years of the counterintel stuff. We are going to see a little bit of a merging of cyber and kinetic warfare stuff. It's it's going to happen, right? And so. You know, we talk a lot about things like the drones, anti-drone tech and swarm, swarms and things like that. That's scary stuff, right? And those are things where AI may not be perfect for, you know, ch- tricking us in every way. We, we kind of laughed about it. But certainly for navigation and proximity stuff that we've talked about, swarms are going to be an issue. And those mm-hmm. could be something that anti-tech around that could be could be fascinating. I mean, I know we're getting outside the realm of cybersecurity, but but frankly, we might be at a precipice of seeing where Black Hat's going to have to change, right? That would be an interesting thing to start seeing things change as far as the evolution of what we talk about. That'd be pleasant. That's I doubt it, this one, but that could be cool, right? Because now, you know, if we start seeing a, a, a merger of like AFSIA conference with Black Hat or something, that would be interesting. 
Because that might be yeah, the case. I, well, I think the realm does move from cybersecurity to physical security. Like this right. is our real world that we live in, right? Yeah. Um, well, the two intersect. They they, they have exactly. to, right? You you're. They do. We're talking about like we we. I think this is kind of prescient here. A nice way to round this and close out this episode, but. Kind of a final point on this is Black Hat started with like this theoretical, ethereal, somewhere in the wires. It wasn't real for most people, right? And then when you talk about hackers, you think, oh my gosh, somewhere, you know, doing something that I'll never understand. But yeah. now you're talking about like, hey, I can affect uh, your quality of life, your ability to live, um, you know, in, in, in massive ways. Like we've scaled this thing quite a bit. And I think if, if algorithms, particularly this whole rush to AI, are going to have any kind of pitfall, it's that we're going to create problems at a massive scale in areas we are not prepared to understand, much less protect, right? Yeah. So in the, I think I'm least worried about it in the military sphere yeah. because we talk about it nonstop. Pundits, I mean, we've got think tanks, great minds, for nation states thinking about it all the time. But we're talking about like, uh, you know, we joke about the, the AI intelligent toaster, but uh, like the, everything from, you know, the the friggin lawnmower, uh, auto, autopiloted lawnmowers, uh, you know, c- smart, c- smart cities that reallocate energy based on need uh, and, and temperatures and stuff like that. Uh, like this gets this gets pretty fuzzy and hairy really fast. No, you're right. And and it's interesting. So, and, and good point about, you know, kind of making this a, this, this feels like to me, what year was that? My God, I'm super dating myself with this statement, but forgive me. Um, when, when big data came along, the whole big data craze, yeah. I know, but what, why drink, say that? Buzzword. Buzz, drink. <laughs> well, thankfully it was a dead buzzword. I just, I just resurrected. But what's so interesting is that literally I pulled this up and because it was a part of this thing I'm working on and it's a Forbes article. So it's not necessarily the best source in the world, but it is interesting because they're saying connected devices could generate 79, 79 zettabytes of data by 2025. So for those that don't remember, zettabytes a trillion gigabytes. That's 79 trillion uh, gigabytes. That's a lot. Well, that, that's a lot if, of data. If anything will resurrect EMC, that might be it. Right? <laughs> right. There you go. Turn on that witness. Yeah. So like, I think that's where it's, it's interesting because there is a valid reason for having an automated utility. I'm going to say that rather than AI, because you know, the automation yeah. part of this and the force multiplication use case around, it's interesting um, because that's a ton of data. I mean, to start looking through. So I don't know. We'll see. I wonder, I wonder how that'll manifest. It might be a little too early. We certainly talked about some seriously bleeding edge kind of issues. I mean, that may be, we may be a year out from that. So we may have to do a, an encore performance next year wrap on, on this and, and touch, touch on these, these same topics then. Well, I think, I yeah. think also, Raph, I, I saw one of the things that you uh, reposted on LinkedIn uh, about hospitals yeah. and how this is a real problem affecting yeah. real human lives yeah. i know this is a diversion from ai but th- there are real human impacts here yeah this is this is we're, we're going i think our profession uh is un. i'm gonna make a broad statement so don't hate me but i, I think this is i think it's true 
we are uh, making a leap away from the stolen credit card into mm-hmm. the loss of life that I th- I strongly feel is not well understood by the people yeah. uh, both on the attack and the defense. <clears throat> Correct. Agreed. Totally agreed. And 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 I can see that by how we're you know some of the like some of the gaming behind uh, some of these things, right? You've got bad guys that could not give a crap that they've just shut down an entire Midwest hospital network. Uh, I mean, yes, there's malware people with a conscience, which is really weird, right? Like they started like, oh, sorry, we didn't mean the, you know, crypto lock that children's hospital. Here you go. Like yeah. our bad, not stop. But by and large, they don't give a crap. It's infrastructure. Well, they get paid for it, whatever. Yeah, it's the same, same, and same, same yeah. thing like people um, scamming uh, senior citizens, right? right. They don't yeah. have a they, special place in hell. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, here, so here, here's here's a here's a reality check and kind of a sobering concept. It's just prescient from the times that we're in. So the ransomware operators, you know, there's there's speculation that those guys have made out to the tune of several billion dollars in profit over the last let's call it three and a half years in profit. And if if by definition powerful AI is really just a matter of compute. Those guys literally have a limitless ability to, to deploy it. So that's a shitty proposition, but it's real. Those guys that's have terrifying. the resources. I know. It's not just nation states anymore. It's actually cyber criminals that have no compunction to stop, right? Nation states, nobody wants to push the limits to push it to cyber war and yeah. kinetic and blah, blah, blah. But criminals? Yeah. Okay. Even for your script kitties out right. there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good place to leave it, boys. Uh, I'm going to find out just how bad it is. Cause I'm going to, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, I'm probably flying on into Vegas and I'm going to, uh, I'll see you at RAFCON, but I will, uh, most definitely positively, uh, uh, take some notes from the floor. I'm going to do the walk around. I'm going to ask some people questions. Uh, I, I'm not into naming and shaming, but boy, there's, there, there might be there might be some hard looks here. So yeah, Kareem, we're, def- we're definitely going to do this again to see a, a post game to figure out like, all right, here's what yeah. I saw, and then watch the press. I'm just kind of curious because there's going to be a you know the mountain of press releases that comes out during Black Hat. Um, I, I wonder, are you are you signed up for those like uh, press release services, PR Newswire and the like? Yeah, yeah. Like media guy I have here is like always on top of it, and like look at this. And usually it's a reason for me to chat about something. So yeah, I'm yeah. So we should we should run a or maybe you can have them run a metric on how many announcements are made uh, around around the use of AI versus like everything else because that would be a great one to talk about. Very good one, absolutely. All right, Damien, Kareem, thanks, boys. This has been a good time. And uh, thanks, Raf. Let's see what happens in the real world. Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, this We did live stream this, uh, and you can watch the video uh, when this goes live on the pod. Um, obviously, go subscribe on YouTube if you're if you're into the watching thing or if you're into the listening thing, then check, make sure you're subscribed on the um, – wherever the hell you listen to, frankly. Uh, there's like 7,000 places people can subscribe on, uh, but just subscribe and listen. And uh, catch us on LinkedIn. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll post some results there over the over the course of this next week. So I'll be active in that group uh, for myself, uh, Kareem and Damien. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll catch you another time, another place on another Down the Security Rabbit Hole podcast. Cue the music and off we go. Bye-bye. As we 
fade out on another Down the Security Rabbit Hole episode, we'd like to encourage you to chat with our hosts and guests using the Twitter hashtag PoundDTSR. Please check out the show notes, catch up on any episodes you may have missed, and subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. So on behalf of Rafal, James, for now it's goodbye. We'll see you soon on another Down the Security Rabbit Hole podcast.